You're listening to the Bougie Boss Podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the classy, bossed-up woman who's looking to build her empire and start living the life that she deserves. I am your host, Marissa Janae, so grab a glass of wine, sit back, take notes, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Bougie Boss Podcast. This is your host, Marissa Janae, Kingdom Boss Serial Entrepreneur, your favorite Christian lifestyle coach, certified life coach, future wife coach, author, just to name a few. <laughs> Hello, my babes. Welcome back to the show. For those that are tuning in for the very first time, welcome. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure that you share this out on your social medias to your good girlfriends that need it. And for my babes that have been rocking with me since day one, welcome back, my booze, my babes. So excited to be back on with you all today today so I know you're like um so it's been a couple of weeks <laughs> is she taking another hiatus uh no <laughs> no I mean there has been a lot going on babes a lot going on um I was traveling um I went back to my hometown uh, to take care of some things there and also to celebrate one of my organization's sisters, her birthday. It was an awesome event. I got to see my other sisters. Um, We just had an awesome, awesome time. That weekend was great. I got to go out with my little sister who, I mean, I listen, she had a girl tired after that weekend. Um, so like I said, I've been traveling and then I had death in a family that I had to deal with as well as working on some projects for you all. Um, some new journals, uh, some planners, and also I'm coming out with a journal for men. So any men that you are close to friends, I have the journal for them. They need a journal too, right? It's not just, you know, us, but I just wanted to throw that in the mix as well. Even within your courtship, right? If those out there are going through courtship, you both can be journaling, um, you know, at the same time, he has his journal, you have your journal. And hmm, that gives me an idea for another type of journal as well. So guys, I've been like busy in the paint and... (laughs) And I haven't had a chance to get one and record and talk to you guys, but I am here. I am here. Oh, and another book that, um, another couple of books that I have done, and I'm calling it the trilogy, is all on credit your personal credit, your business credit, and funding. The credit ebook is now up on her. Uh, blueprint academy on gumroad so uh, that link is in the show notes so click the link in the show notes so you'll be able to get to that ebook and i have the business credit ebook coming out soon and the funding ebook coming out soon hopefully this week i'm thinking about because the other journals and planners are going to be on amazon i'm waiting on my proofs to come back but i believe that i'm going to make two of the planners printable planners so if you want to 
print them and get a binder to put those planners in um, and make them cute and make them pretty. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and do that and upload those to Gumroad. So you may see those um, within the Gumroad store as well. So enough about that. Let's get into this podcast uh, for the week. I, um, like I said, I was dealing with death in the family and I just, uh, along with my family, laid my cousin to rest, beautiful, beautiful soul that we laid to rest. And I'm thanking God that he brought her home, um, that there's no more pain in her life. Uh, there's no more doctor visits. There's no more medicines uh, that she has to endure, that she is home with him. True believer, true servant of the Lord. And I know um, that her spirit is resting eternal with the Lord. But the pastor, he touched my spirit yesterday with the sermon that he gave um, at the funeral. And it was from my one of my very favorite books in the Bible outside of Matthew, because Matthew that, you know, that's my number one. You know, Matthew was with me through the wilderness. That is one of my favorite books of the Bible. But my next favorite book of the Bible is the book of Job. I mean, that man has faith and worship like no other. And I mean, we strive to be like Job. We have to strive to be like Job. And he preached from Job 42 and it just touched my soul and out, you know, and it started to just have me reflect on some things and just have me reflect on you know, preparation and preparation within my ministry, preparation in my life and in your life and the things that you may be going through. So I am going to be coming from my one of my favorite books in the Bible today. I have some reading to do. So sit back, relax, put your feet up, <laughs> take out your notebooks, right? Um, and just listen, because we do have some reading to get through today. I'm excited to bring it forth. Today, I was going to talk about something different. But this has to come out today. This has to come out today. So I'm starting at Job chapter one, I'm reading from the New King James Version. There was a man in the land of Oz whose name was Job, and that man was blameless and upright, and one who feared God and shunned evil. And seven sons, three daughters, were born to him. Okay, Job was a man who was blameless, upright, and feared the Lord. Okay, darn near perfect, right? He had seven sons and three daughters. Remember that, write that down. Also, his possessions were 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and a very large household, so that his man was the greatest of all the people of the East. This means he was rich, y'all. He was out there balling, right? had it all the family you know he he feared the lord he was upright you know people probably looked up to him right he had you know riches okay he had 7000 sheep write this down 3000 camels 500 yoke of oxen 500 female donkeys very large household he was in a mansion right 
And his sons would go and feast in their houses each of his appointed day and would send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. So it was when the days of feasting had run their course that Job would send and sanctify them and he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, it may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus, Job dig regularly. Okay, so he got up early. He prayed. He offered himself, right? He prayed over his family. Now, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also came along with them. And the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? Like, why are you here? Okay. So Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking back and forth on it, wreaking havoc. Uh. Then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job that there is none like him on the earth? A blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil. So Satan answered the Lord and said, does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household and around all that he has on every side? So Satan recognizes that God has blessed you. Okay. And what God gives you, he protects what he gives to you. Right. So he made Job rich. Job didn't do it on his own. Remember that. You have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. But now stretch out your hands and touch all that he has and he will surely curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, behold, all that he has in your power only do not lay a hand on his person. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. So God said, have your best shot at him. But I'm gonna tell you one thing, you bet not hurt a head on his head. This is my servant. And he thinks the same about you. Now there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house. And a messenger came to Job and said, the oxen were plowing and the donkeys feeding beside them. When the Sabine raided them and took them away indeed they have killed the servants with the edge of the sword and i alone have escaped to tell you service are going now okay while he was still speaking another also came and said the fire of god fell from heaven and burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them and i alone have escaped to tell you so now fire has come, burnt up the sheep, burnt up the servants, right? They're gone. While he was still speaking, another also came and said, the Childines formed three bands, raided the camels and took them away. Yes, and killed the servants with the edge of the sword. And I alone have escaped to tell you while he was still speaking. Another also came and said, your son's. Your sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house. And suddenly a great wind came across the wilderness 
and struck the four corners of the house and it fell on the young people and they are dead and I alone have escaped to tell you now Job's sons and daughters are gone they're dead okay everything is being taken from him Job arose tore his robe shaved his head and fell to the ground and worship and he said naked I came from my mother's womb and naked shall I return there the Lord gave and the Lord take it away blessed be the name of the Lord and all of this Job did not sin nor charge God with wrong. Think about that. I'm moving to verse 40. Uh, I'm sorry, chapter 42. And I'm going to the very last verses of this book. Uh, this is the last book in the book of Job. Now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. For he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, did you write down what I said in chapter one and 1000 female donkeys? He also had seven sons, three daughters, and he called the name of the first Jemima. Forgive me if I'm pronouncing this wrong. And the name of the second Keziah and the, the name of the third Karen Hapuk and all the land were found no women so beautiful as the daughters of Job and their father gave them an inheritance among their brothers beautiful daughters strong sons after this Job lived 140 years and saw his children and his grandchildren for four generations so Job died old and full of days chapter one Okay, I said that he had 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camel, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 donkey. Chapter 42 says he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. And the number of children he had, he had seven sons. And three daughters who died. Remember the house fell on them, right? 42 said he had seven sons and three daughters. Read the book of Job from beginning to end from chapter 1 to 42. Because there's a lot that goes on in the middle to get to these last verses. But I just wanted to show you in chapter 1 verses chapter 42. The chapter that you are in right now is your chapter number one. You may be going through hardship. You might be trying to get that business up and going. And it's just not shaking out in the time frame that you wanted to, to work out. You may be trying to become a better person. But so many people just come and touch you every day. You may be trying to stop use profanity, but so many things are happening to you. That word just flies out of your mouth. I know that the majority of you that listen to this podcast are preparing or want a husband, but so many trials are coming your way or you just feel like it's never going to happen or the men that you continue to come across are just not the men that are sent from God and you are sick and you are tired. You might be trying to get that house or you want a house so bad, but the funds are not adding up each month. You're trying to pay bills. 
but the funds are not adding up. Why are you in this predicament? Why is God punishing you? Why is God not hearing your prayers are the things that you are probably thinking and you're frustrated? Frustrated to the point that you may have gone down the road of depression frustrated to where you have separated yourself from your family and from your friends frustrated to the point that you feel worthless and wonder where your life is going but I'm here to tell you read the book of Job look at this man a man of faith right a man of worship Okay, he was blameless, upright, and one who feared God, no matter how perfect you think things are, even right now, no matter how perfect that you think you are, your situation is, there's always going to be challenges before the reward. There's always going to be a challenge before the reward. As you see, Satan came in the presence of God and God gave him permission to wreak havoc on his servant, Job, the one who was blameless, the one who was upright, the one who feared God, the one who was rich, the one who prayed each and every morning, the one who 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 sacrificed himself for God. But as you can see, when God sent the enemy to rehab it in the life of Job, he killed his children. He took away his riches. But what did Job do? Job said before the Lord, naked I came from my mother's womb and naked shall I return there. The Lord gave and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And all of this Job did not sin nor charge God with wrong. What are you doing in the midst of your Job-like destruction? What are you doing? Are you blaming God? Are you going out here saying, well, if this happened, you know, I'll just go out and just do more. Shoot, this happened. I might as well continue to sin. My husband ain't came, so I might as well go out here and sleep with five different men. My husband not coming, so I might as well get out here and dress provocatively. That is not the answer. My business isn't booming. My business isn't building. It's not turning out the way it needs to be, so I might as well give up. That is not the answer. The Lord gives and the Lord taketh away. It's nothing within your power. That can make these things happen. It is all on God. What you need to do is surrender these things to the Lord. Allow him to work within you and on that situation to make things happen and shake in this world. It is not by your own accord. But what he is doing is preparing you. If you go about this the right way. If you're not out here blaming and shaming God, if you're not out here giving up, if you're not out here sinning, because that's the easiest thing to do and not offering up these things to the Lord. If you're being obedient, if you're being faithful, if you're worshiping, even at your lowest of times, you're on the right path to the reward. And all you see throughout the word, all you see throughout the book of Job, destruction comes before the reward. There's challenges before the reward. Thank God for those challenges. Every day, 
in your prayer time throughout the day you need to be thanking the God above our creator for the challenges that you have in your life and you should be taking those challenges looking at the lessons and making good of those lessons so you can get the reward get the a plus what you are going through right now sis what you are going through right now bro is a beautiful thing i thank god every day of where he has me you think i'm exactly where i want to be heck no you all know from listening to prior podcasts, God told me my husband was coming in 2019. It is now 2021. I'm still praying for this man, not for this man to come. I'm still praying for his well-being, as I told you how to pray for, for your husband. And if you don't know, make sure you click the, the show notes, the link in the show notes, so you can get the uh, Dear Future Husband on how to actually pray for your husband. But I continue to pray for this man. And I know in my heart, he's close by. You know what I mean? I know that he's near, but I have to go through the challenge of being prepared and being made and also wait for him to be prepared and be made so we can come together. I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where I want to be in business. It's a challenge, but I welcome that challenge. I just told you guys, I have books coming out. I work hard on those books. I, I, I actually did five books from Saturday to a Monday challenge word wasn't acting right pdfs weren't acting right (laughs) this podcast do you think it's where i want it to be heck no i would love more subscribers love more listeners more people reaching out to me but the challenge is that i must reach these people that doesn't mean you give up that doesn't mean that i give up that means that you get deep into that challenge You thank God for the challenge and you work through that challenge and see the lesson in that challenge. He's preparing you for more. He's preparing you for more, sis. And if bro, if you're listening, he's preparing you for more, bro. Just like he did for Job. No matter how rich you are, I'm going to say this again, how perfect you think you are. Okay, how perfect you think your life is challenges are going to come. That is the nature of life to go from glory to glory. You got to be riddled (laughs) and challenged. You are riddled and challenged and obstacles and trials to make you stronger for what's coming, to make you more appreciative of what's coming, to give glory to God for what's coming and what the end result is get out of your head get out of your sobbing get out of your feeling sorry for yourself get out of taking the easy way out and get in that challenge and love up on that challenge God is preparing you for greater exactly what he did for Job he increased his wealth he gave him back his children And the daughters were beautiful. Sons are strong. He lived for 140 years and he was full of life. He got better than what he had before. Sometimes things are going to come crashing down. Believe me, I went through it. I went through that wilderness. But guess what? Just like my brother Job, 
I fell to my knees and I thank God every day when my bank account was on empty, was on negative. I thank God every day, though I was living in my mother's home and wanted to be in my own place. I thank God every day that I be I wanted to be a married woman, but there was no man in sight. I thanked him every day for where he had me and where he was taking me because the goal is preparation. The goal is to make you better. The goal is the reward at the end of it all. So I really want you to get in that Job-like posture, no matter what the enemy does. And as you can see, God sent the enemy out to destroy Job, not to kill him, but to destroy the things in his life. Because he knew that Job is a faithful servant. And that no matter what, he was still going to praise him. And God already knew what he was going to do for Job in the end. Are you a Job-like servant? This is what you need to be striving to. None of these things and challenges last forever. If you get in the trenches and roll with it, none of these things last forever. None of these situations last forever. As you can see, a day doesn't last forever. When challenge is coming, you recognize that challenge, know that God is working and he's working on you and he's working on you to be better. It's not a punishment being single. It's not a punishment that you're not a millionaire yet. It's not a punishment that you don't have that house yet, that car yet. It's not a punishment that you're just not in that mental space that you want to be just yet. He has you in the low to take you high. Believe that. Believe that. And you see that throughout the Bible. This is what he do. We got to learn character of God. This is what he do. And most times we think it's the enemy and it's God. Setting you up for better. Setting you up for better. And displaying you. Knowing that you are a servant. Saying, yeah, you go. You take your best shot at her. I'm going to tell you one thing. Don't you hurt her. That is for me to take her out. <laughs> I brought her in and I could take her out. But go ahead. That's my servant. Guess what she going to do? Or guess what he's going to do? Get into that challenge that you that you that you're sending their way. Get into that destruction. Learn from it and make good of it. And guess what I'm going to do at the end? I'm going to bless her. I'm going to bless him. God is preparing you for better. God is preparing you for much greater better than you have right now you think that you know that you got good right now (laughs) you think that you have good right now wait into the reward and you know what's so beautiful about this thing he keeps doing it over and over and over and over again how many challenges and trials do we face think about it Even you getting into this world was a challenge. You pushing through. You pushing through out of your mother's womb. You pushing through. Even your conception was a challenge. The egg connecting with the sperm, that one sperm fighting to get into that egg. It was a challenge. But look at the reward. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So I pray that this has touched you today. I pray that this has touched your heart, that you have gotten value out of this today, that you go and read the book of Job, dissect that thing, digest it, swallow it, because this is life. It is the book of life and the circles of life. 
that we go through and how we should handle it because we know that God looks out for our best, but we got to get to the challenge before the reward. So get excited about your preparation right now. Get excited because better days are coming. And speaking about preparation, <laughs> the Future Wife 90 Day Boot Camp is now accepting applications for enrollment. So for those who are ready for that preparation, who has that Job-like faith and worship and ready for preparation no matter what, ready to get in the trenches, ready to face things in your life, ready to prepare to be a better woman and become a wife before you are a actual wife. This program is for you. You're going to laugh. You're going to cry. You're going to get angry. That is the challenge. But the reward is at the end. It jumpstarts you and your preparation to continue on. Whatever God has for you within those 90 days, we allow that to come. If he comes and within those 90 days, we allow that to happen. If this is just your start to continue to prepare, allow that to happen. But in this program, we are going to be focusing on your relationship with the Lord, Focusing on you as a woman and also letting you inside of the thoughts and the functions of a man because a lot of women don't understand men. And this is why things aren't happening the way they're supposed to happen. And this is why people, men and women alike, because they don't understand each other. This is why marriages aren't happening at the pace that they need to be happening. So I invite you right now to click the link in the show notes, sign up for the 90 day future wife boot camp. Let's get this preparation going. Okay, let's meet some new sisters, become a cohesive family within these 90 days. Let God move within the 90 days. It starts November 28th. So make sure that you go ahead and apply so we can go ahead and talk to make sure that this is the best fit for you, that I'm the best fit for you because I'm a tough coach, guys. It's, it's no sugar and spice over here. I'm tough because I know what God has put inside of you and I try to pull that out of you. I know what you can do and you can do beyond what you think you can do. So I'm not sugar and spice. I'm tough, guys. I'm tough, but it's tough love. And a lot of people can't handle it, but a lot of people appreciate it and a lot of people grow from it. So make sure to apply. I look forward to talking to you. It's only limited spots for this group coaching. OK, I'm not looking for a thousand people in this coaching, just a limited number of the right women who are ready to take the journey and get in the trenches for their lives and for the future of their marriages to come. Also, guys, make sure that you click the link in the show notes to uh, get your your credit ebook. Make sure that your credit's A1. And that is another part of preparation, making sure that your finances is in order, making sure that your profile is in order, making sure that credit's in order. So when you join with your husband whose credit should be in order, <laughs> you can achieve things in this world. Okay, we still live in this world. Okay, I wish we did live amongst the heavens that we didn't have to worry about credit and money, right? But we live in a world that we have to worry about these things and we and they have to be aligned. They have to be right. 
So I created a book that will let you into all of the secrets that you can get your credit right. So you will be able to get high level funding. Okay. With your credit. Gone are the days of just living off of that dollar. It's all about credit now, all right? And there's nothing wrong with credit. People run from credit because they're miseducated about credit. So I'm educating you about credit in this ebook. So make sure that you go ahead and pick that up, all right? Dissect it, get it going. Make sure you tell your friends about it. We all need to be financially literate and look for more books to come. One last thing, the collective will be back. I know we started, but again, life has gotten in the way for, you know, for all of us, actually. So, you know, I have to schedule uh, some time with them to get them back on the podcast so we ladies can have, you know, some chit chat and some girl talk um, here on the podcast. So uh, be patient with that. Like I said, everybody has lives and schedules and things of that sort, but I'm, I'm going to try to get us back together at least once a month to be here on the podcast. All right. So. So until next week, my loves, bye-bye.